Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fire Table. I am your host, Darren Redwine, also known as Big D. Glad you can all join us today. I'm here with my buddies and my uh, my fellow soldiers here. Chef Bo, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. All right. Thanks for uh, being available today. And Hammerhead Tim. Oh, good. He blows the shift by being on mute. Blows the shift. <laughs> That's a perfect right, opening for him. 57 more times before we figure out. Oh, no. No, we edit nothing. We're just going to roll. Fuck it. Let's you go. Roll, man. Let it roll. Fly. So, um, hey, guys, how was your week? Good. Perfect. Excellent week. Excellent week. Anything new and exciting? We got some, uh, what, some other tiers that changed up. We got the restaurant business hopping out there. Weather's been great. A little windy where I'm at, but been nice and warm. Hey, you know, I heard L.A. County had zero deaths the other day. Yes. Wait, wait. In general or just from COVID? Just from, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> no, there's always something going on in Martin, I, Martin Luther King Boulevard. That's what I was stuff. saying. I was just like, wait a minute, hold on. Because if it was zero across the board, that's historic. <laughs> No, just just good old COVID. Oh, okay, Did just not, good old COVID. Uh, rear its ugly head and take right. somebody well, out. Good for that. Good for that. Yeah, been a good week. Well, hey everybody, uh, you can see on our screen here that we have a special guest today. Uh, that person yeah. is Noah Kirk. Welcome, Noah, to the uh, Fire Table Podcast. Thanks, guys. Uh, we appreciate you Happy having on you. here. Uh, it's been um, several weeks that we've been trying to. All right, I'm going to own this one. It's been several okay. weeks. I never extended you, extended you the invitation, but we've been wanting to have you on for a while. So thank you for for jumping on and say that you'd be willing to be a part of this. Booking agent sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Communication breakdown. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we try to have some fun here in the podcast, and we wanted to talk about a couple of things with you and, and get another person's take on some of the stuff that we talk about. Uh, but just for our fans out here and the people that like to listen to our little podcast here, do you mind telling us uh, a little bit about yourself and your journey through the restaurant industry? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I started out in the industry um, about almost 20 years ago. I started out my first job um, looking for somewhere to work and uh, found a, a really cool uh, historic hotel that I worked at my first job. Uh, they they hired me on uh, my first job as a banquet server, and uh, so started with that and ended up getting pretty much cross trained uh, across all the food and beverage in the front of the house for the whole hotel. So you know eventually did everything from butler to host, uh, expo, uh, you know server, uh, and then eventually uh, you know was there for three years and was a uh, dining room manager when I left. And uh, I decided to, to leave there um, to go to college. Uh, they were trying to uh, they were trying to to keep me on board, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll keep you here. We'll train you. We'll give you twenty five grand a year." And uh, I was like, "Oh, that's okay. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> I think I can do a little better than that if I get my degree and move on." Now. But it was a really cool experience there. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I went and got my degree in hotel restaurant management and uh, Cal Poly Pomona. And along the way, you know, through college, worked in uh, a number of uh, different places. Got to work at uh, the Awani Hotel in Yosemite uh, for summer, which is a really awesome experience working in their, their four-star restaurant there. Uh, worked in, you know, chains like Macaroni Grill and uh, worked in a local bar and grill. 
uh, beach side restaurant uh, that was upscale but beachy. So, and then after college, um, was able to be a part of the opening team for a five star resort and worked in uh, one of the restaurants there. And then my uh, my last uh, time working on that side of the industry was uh, as a supervisor and bartender at a at a restaurant uh, small chain. And uh, unfortunately, they were they were struggling, and uh, got a call from the GM one day, uh, expecting to come in early. And he said, "Hey, no, I need you to come in uh, now as soon as you can, and uh, bring the, the your office keys and get your stuff out of the office. I've got your paycheck waiting for you. Uh, we're closing the restaurant, and we're not even opening for lunch today. So wow. uh, that was my last time working on on that side of the industry." Um, and then uh, from there, I uh, took a look at where I wanted to go in my future and ended up going towards uh, sales. Uh, worked for Southern Wine and Spirits for, for two years. I had my level one sommelier, so I thought, oh, yeah, I know wine, I love wine, and, you know, all of that. Um, turned out it was not my thing working there. Uh, did not enjoy that. And uh, so now I'm uh, at, our, at our current employer and been there for almost nine years. Um, working with restaurants and helping them out and, uh, and helping support them. So loving what I do now. So that's my journey. I love Dude, that great. you, uh, went to, um, uh, what was it? Cal Poly Pomona for their hotel restaurant. What a great school been around a long time with that program. And I I've known several people that have come out of that. And, um, I, I, I truly believe it produces uh, great talent. Yeah. All right. yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a great school. Um, they're hands-on. They have an actual restaurant that the students have to take part in. That's actually a yeah. whole semester class I, is just working in the restaurant. So I've eaten at that restaurant uh, on several occasions. Really? What's the restaurant called? It's up on a hill or it was, uh, is it, yeah. it like, it's or, called uh, the, the restaurant at Kellogg Ranch. Kellogg Ranch. So it's yeah. on the, it's on the it's on the Cal Poly Pomona campus, up on the top of the hill in Pomona, right at the the ten and the fifty seven there. And that's open to the public, or is it just for students? Mm -hmm. Or okay, no, it's open to the public. Yeah. And they are they charging the same amount you would for another restaurant? Is it a profit center for them, or because the food is already part of the tuition and everything else, or how does that work? No, it's a it's a profit center. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting because the, the hospitality school, they, even though it's, a, even though it's a Cal Poly, they have, they're like the nicest campus, uh, part of the campus on that university because our industry supports them so much that they have like state of the art, everything in there. They just got new buildings, you know? So yeah, it's, uh, um, they, they use it for the students, you know, they have to calculate all the food costs and figure out what they're, you know, and all of that. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So I, then I just got a couple of questions because we've talked about this before yeah. on, on this show here, as far as um, school versus restaurant uh, practicality and mm -hmm. just working your way through the system. Uh, that when you, so how many graduates does that produce per quarter or year? I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay. my, yeah. Uh, I graduated in 2008 and, uh, there 
don't even know, a couple hundred. Um, a couple hundred, okay. And now would that yeah. be a 50-50 split back of the house, front of the house, or you guys are just well-versed in everything, or how it, did? So, yeah, it was, it was pretty split. There's front of the house, there's back of the house, um, but then you could focus on, you could focus on hotel too, right? So if you were focusing on hotel management and, you know, room service or, you know, catering events, special events, um, so you can have different focuses within that, that degree too. So I would say it's probably 50, 50 restaurant and hotels in terms of what people, uh, go there for. Um, okay. but yeah, yeah. All right. And then now knowing what, you know, being, you know, in the business on a regular basis, how important, mm -hmm. or at least if I can phrase this correctly, um, I guess I can do it this way. How important would you feel? that the school education process versus just working your way in a restaurant at a young age, where do you think you get the most value? Mm -hmm. That's a tough call. I, I think it depends on, I mean, it depends on the person and, and their journey, you know, because um, I think it depends on how someone learns too. And, you know, the kind of person, if, if you're not one to, to do well learning in school, um, then obviously like that's, you know, you can get all that knowledge in school, but it's not really going to help you if you're not, uh, learning it that way. Whereas, you know, some people who, you know, go through it and they're learning it in it without having that, uh, you know, technical knowledge or whatever from a school, you know, maybe they're learning it that way. I think the benefit of a school though, is that, um, you know, even if, even if the way you learn it in school is not how it actually happens in reality, uh, the way they're teaching it is how it should be happening. So you at least have that understanding. Whereas if you're just going through it, um, you know, you guys know our industry, how hard it is uh, to survive in our industry. If you're just going through and learning, there's going to be a lot of bad stuff that you're going to pick up along the way that you're going to have to learn eventually to filter out. And once you're doing something for such a long time, it's hard to stop doing that, even if you know that there's a better way out there. But the general theory of what they teach you is the theory of how this is the way it should be run. Right. So since yeah, you're aware exactly. of the school, Tim, what was your thoughts on the school? Why did you give it such a, a raving review? Look, uh, when when I was uh, coming up and going to culinary school or uh, you know going to college, it was it was one of the places where I thought about going and and just uh, it just had great credibility, um, especially in the you know the greater LA area. And 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 look, the it, it was kind of like if you wanted to be in the restaurant business, you either went there or you went into a culinary school. Because that's not what they did. They were focusing on hotel and restaurant management. I think now, I mean, maybe uh, uh, if I if I knew what I know about cooking and working in the kitchen, to be able to couple that with what comes out of Pomona, there, I mean, you're a diamond in the rough. Mm, okay. Oh, all right. Well, that sounds good because that question always comes up to mind is. As far as how much do I invest in myself right out of high school, right? Should I go ahead and pay? Uh, was the tuition high or was it fair? I mean, you have to give me the exact dollar. Yeah, it's pretty. No, it's it's pretty fair. I mean, it's a state school, so okay. um, 
you know, so it's a, it's a, see, as it's in the, the Cal State University grouping of schools. So, you know, it's not, it's not university, it's not UC level tuition. Um, it's state level tuition. So, yeah, it's manageable. Look, and if that wasn't, go ahead, Hammerhead. Anyone who's working in the front of the house or in any kind of hotel and restaurant management type setting, other than being like an executive chef kind of thing, but uh, definitely that's a spot to look at. Okay. The other the other benefit is is their connection to our industry. So they have a very high job placement uh, at graduation. Uh, the the name is actually the name of the college within the university is Collins, which uh, is Jim Collins, um, who was of uh, Sizzler. Uh, okay. Starting Sizzler, Jim Jim uh, Collins is, is the namesake for the school, um, but they have really close ties with um, you know a lot of large organizations like like Marriott and Kip Chang's and um, a lot of big players in in the industry, and so it works really well for people to get job placements right out of college. Disney, um, they they work really well with the the Disney University program that Disney has. So there's a lot of people that are graduate, go into the Disney University program, either in their senior year or after they graduate, and then become a Disney manager in like a, you know, a year or something at Disneyland. That's good to know. Did you guys know about Disneyland University? I did not. Yeah. 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 Okay. I almost, I, I almost, I actually got accepted into that. And that was actually where I was, uh, that was actually what I was going to be doing out of school. But I graduated in 2008 when obviously our industry was not doing well, and um, Disney had too many candidates uh, in line to move into management positions, and they didn't have enough positions to move people in, and so they canceled that year when I was signed up to be able to do it. So, oh, okay. And then I, it was, uh, I had moved on in my career at, after that at that point. Well, what a brilliant move by Disneyland, though, to basically have mm -hmm. that college just fill in their pipeline. You know, just like minor league yeah. baseball or the CBA and that basketball to have all that, you know, bottom line. I'm not going to say bottom line. That's not fair. But to have a lot of that education out of the way before they even get to it. Then they can properly brainwash you. <laughs> In the house of the mouse. That's right. They'd be good right, to, yeah. to accept Mickey. Mm -hmm. As your Lord and no. Savior. You have time to talk about That's Mickey, good. our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for the uh, the background. That's awesome. Uh, that was not the main reason why we had you on here, uh, but that experience does help in the, the open dialogue of the things that we cover. But with our special guest, we always start with some fun stuff. So That's Jeff right. Bo is going to walk you through something here real quick. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. And we'll be, uh, Hammerhead and I will be sitting back listening to the... Uh, and commenting, hopefully. Not to give. Yeah, and, and commenting, I hope. <laughs> um, we all got to know Noah a little bit right there with your work history, and, and that's very cool. And I think amongst all four of us, we're all diverse, so we all can appreciate the different you know avenues that you've gone down and, and become successful. But I want get to get to know Noah a little bit better. So Noah, what we have here called the island questions, right? If you were deserted on an island by yourself, right? These are the, the these questions that I'm going to ask you. This is what you would have on that island, right? And no, a boat is not an answer, right? So we'll start easy. We'll start easy. Favorite candy bar. Okay. Favorite candy bar. Twix. Twix. That was fast too. It's like Twix. Yeah. Left or right yeah. Twix? I know it's going to sway the audience a little bit. Left. Left Twix. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Actually, dark dark chocolate and peanut butter twist. Oh, now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. All right, dark chocolate <laughs> peanut butter twist. I like that combo. That's cool. All right, favorite food. You know that's hard. Is that is it favorite category or favorite dish? What is it? Let's because... go. Let's go dish. Let's go favorite dish. All right. Good. Yeah. You know, it's 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 probably you guys are probably gonna laugh, but uh, chicken cordon bleu. Chicken cordon bleu. All right, I'm not so hating it. That means that's all he's got to eat on the island. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, no, and dinner, no, baby. No, Breakfast, no, lunch, no, and dinner. Bad, but you know, he's got the sides. He's got to have some veg and oh, okay. cook, you know mashed potatoes along with it or yeah. rice. Actually, rice pilaf. Right. Bad, okay. Yeah. Wait, uh, are we gonna go bougie yeah. and go wild rice pilaf, or are we just gonna go Uncle Ben's? Yeah, there okay, you go. wild rice. Go bougie right. and go wild rice. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. All right, so chicken cordon bleu <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I love it. All right, favorite movie that you can watch that you would watch on the island. Favorite. I'm movie. so bad at this. I'm so bad at this. Come on. Uh, see, because it's the uh, see. And here's the thing: I don't want to. I don't want my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm stuck by myself and I only have one movie, yep. I'm gonna hate that movie if I ever get off that island. So maybe, <laughs> maybe a movie you hate that could become a favorite. Maybe one that's on the outside yeah. that you're like, man, that's too into yeah. the notebook. No, I don't even know. Oh, I'm so bad about this. Uh, I'm so bad. Yes, my wife. She'll like, oh yeah, no okay. wonder you didn't give me an answer. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we, can with, um, we can come back to it. We can come back. We can come back to it. You think uh, on it, we'll come back, back to it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we're going to gain any more headway here, but favorite album. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I don't have a favorite album. Okay. Then what type of music would be piped um, into the island? Piped into the island. Yeah. What would that, what, is that well, what type of you music? Know, like? I'm, I, because it's, because it's, you know, island and I love like this genre i don't know what genre it is but you know like that jack johnson jason Mraz kind of uh vibe okay all right that's all what right. i go with okay. yeah not yeah. hating that okay and then we have a person to just talk to right dead or alive they'll be alive on the island right and it's just to have conversation with person that person to uh have conversation yep. with dead or alive yep dead or alive well yeah, again, you guys may make fun of me, but I got to go with it because do it. Is, I got to go with my wife. Oh, man. That's, I know, that's I know. So I know. You, I think I knew you, you have so, that exact reaction. You're, you're so, no, oh, you're, you're fortunate. You're one of the fortunate ones if you feel that way. It's not like she's going to listen to this I unless do. she's standing over you, um, which is fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'll make her, I'll make her listen to it. <laughs> Get fine. some bonus. Okay with oh. there when you run out of court on blue. Yeah, that's fine because there, there's a, yeah. <laughs> right? Because she, I didn't, hey. You know what? She can make, she can fish. That's fine. Um, favorite book. Favorite book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, a, that's a good one too. That's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know we don't want dead air here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cookbook, comic book. You know, I'm a fan of the classics. I I, I actually like classic literature mm-hmm. and uh, and Dickens. I actually really like Charles okay. Dickens. Or okay. you know, English English literature. I know it's a genre, not a book, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, 
At least you didn't say Moby Dick. That's cool. No, no. (laughs) You know, I tried reading Moby Dick, and uh, I I couldn't. That that guy was an ass. Um, Okay, favorite (laughs) favorite set of clothes, like leisure wear, sweats, you know, just favorite set of clothes that you're going to be bouncing around in the island in. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, I've got my island shirt here, yeah. right? So the avocado shirt. shirt and, uh, and a pair of shorts and, and I'm good. Okay. All right. So kind of leisurely island appropriate leisure yeah. wear. All right. All right. Yeah. Favorite yeah. drink, favorite drink. Doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be though. Um, you know, just favorite drink. Favorite drink. So I think well, my favorite drink right now, favorite drink overall uh you know i'm gonna go with the mojito all right i like that light yeah. light fizzy alcohol in there perfect yeah. perfect refreshing yeah. yeah refreshing yeah um all right favorite board game favorite board game hmm. see now if i'm with my wife that's gonna change yeah. because there's certain board games we can't play with my wife because we will uh, not <laughs> end up dead. You might you might want to you might want to consider that as part of your answer based on the next question. Monopoly. No, no, no yeah. monopoly. I think that's a given. No monopoly. Um, yeah. You know, so favorite board game. What do you got? Uh, favorite board game. I'm gonna say Scrabble. Scrabble. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, person to fulfill your sexual desires, alive or dead, either way, they're in their prime, right? They'll be in their prime on the island for you. You don't even have to talk to them, right? Like if you've heard a clip of their voice and it's annoying, you don't have to talk to them. It's just to fill all your sexual desires on the island. But see, I already said his wife, so I know where this is going. Oh, it's got to be, wife, be so pre-wife. Pre-wife. Pre-marriage. It's got to be pre-wife. Pre-marriage. pre-marriage. I mean, you're already talking pre-marriage. to Pre-marriage. Unless <laughs> you got something post-wife. <laughs> you got something post-wife that we don't know about? <laughs> no, just have her listen. She'll be fine. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to say... Um, I'm gonna say I'll say uh, Audrey Hepburn breakfast and kiss me. Oh, that's okay. a all right. That's a good yeah. poll. That's a classic poll. We haven't had that one before. I like that. All right. Yeah, all right. Audrey's good. Yeah, that yeah. She was she was. I'm stunning. impressed with the the uh, time difference there of him being alive and in her prime. Well, you yeah. said any time. Any time. Right? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. she's gonna be in her prime. So yeah, she's yeah. gonna have the little pillbox hat on, <laughs> that little dress. Rabbit out of the hat. Right. Yeah. I didn't. I mean. <laughs> great show with uh, about audrey hedburn it was on uh, netflix yeah show. yeah well, that oh, yeah. was a really was good show he was called audrey yeah it was oh. audrey all right okay. okay so favorite tv show to watch whenever you want on the island it doesn't matter it can be all the seasons it can be everything <laughs> no no not. no no, thank you. No. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, with Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen that? Yeah. But that is a show. Like I can rewatch. I don't know. I've rewatched that. I don't know how many times. But like, it's got this weird humor in it that you can just like watch it like so many times over, and you get different things and you laugh at it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. did watch a couple of those. I didn't commit to the whole season, but it was some good writing. Very good. Yeah. Writing. Very good writing. All right. Last one. Um, your favorite cartoon character, and you get a statue of this cartoon character on the island, almost like a totem. 
favorite cartoon character. Yep. All right, so this is like the the nerdy young me, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's uh, me as a kid is uh, Dexter from. Do you guys remember uh, Dexter's Laboratory? Oh so, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So you get that big, <laughs> big twenty foot tall uh, Dexter yeah. statue on the island. Foot. With you. Oh wow. Okay. Well, yeah. It's like I said, like a totem. He's gonna cast some shade though, so that'll be good, right? Because he's a short, squatty little dude. You know, so you get some shade out of that. So there's a benefit there. There you go. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's not. Someone will find you and go, "What the hell is that?" Is that I know. Be like, yeah. dude. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna keep on going. Yeah. Does he have a laboratory <laughs> on the island? What's going on here? Um, no, but that's yeah. the island questions. Thank you very much, Noah, for playing uh, that. I think um, yeah. everyone gets to get to know you a little bit better. Any comments from the peanut gallery over there? Big D hammerhead. Wait, did, you, did you throw in a couple new questions there? I don't, I don't remember mm-hmm. some of those. I guess no. it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Our booking agent sucks. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that was good. Thank you very much for that, and kind of open yourself up to that. Yeah. Uh, this again, this podcast just to have some fun and and to just yeah. talk about things. So I appreciate your honesty and and being a part of that. Um, so, do we want to go to the next segment right now, or should we take a break? Uh, let's take a break and then come back to the bracket. Okay. So everybody, hang tight. We're gonna take a little break, and we'll be right back with Fire Table. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome back to Fire Table. Uh, thank you for joining us for our first segment. And if you didn't, then go back, listen to it. It was very good stuff. Uh, and it'll get you connected with our special guest, Noah Kirk. So if you want to know a little bit more about Noah, go back and listen to the first 30 minutes, because then that'll make this next 30 minutes very enjoyable for you. Maybe. So we have done this thing, Noah, just to bring you up to speed, of a bracket. Chef Bo's taking a lot of time and effort and putting you. in this this fun bracket challenge that was going on. I think we started this right before March Madness. Yeah. Right? It was at yeah. the beginning of uh, March, into February kind of a thing. Been a long time. And Chef came up with this great thing and said, let's do it with food and uh, liquor and booze and whatever else on a menu, right? That was kind mm-hmm. of the thought process. Yep, yep. So, Bo, since this is your uh, your idea and, and that you've executed very well, why don't well, you go ahead and take you, over and uh, walk Noah through it? All right. So, Noah, what we need you to do first, right, is in our cocktail section, Right. And this represents bar drinks. Right. Is we have a tie in cocktails and we need to break this tie so we can freaking move on. Right. And we'll pretty much stay right here. But you can see in front of you, we have one vote for margarita, one vote for old fashioned and one vote for Bloody Mary. So out of those three, which one would you pick, Noah? And why? And why? It's going to. God damn it. It's going to be margarita. Thank you. Margarita. Why? Why the margarita? uh, so I, I got I just it's uh it can it's the most it's the most versatile. It's very refreshing. Okay. And uh, I prefer I prefer tequila over uh over the other two. So uh, right. yeah, that's you know the old fashioned good. I mm-hmm. love, but um but bourbons you know I just not my not my thing as much. I like right, right. I like a good old fashioned, but I'm gonna choose margarita. And Bloody Mary, you know, I can make, I can make a good one, but it's just, it's, there's so many bad ones out there. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair you enough. like those Bloody Marys yeah. that have like all the bacon and all the crap they throw in We went there. through this last time. That's a I meal, can, not a garnish. I can make a really good Bloody Mary. I can make a really good Bloody Mary. I just, it's just not something that I really enjoy all that much. 
All right. I'll make sure. it nice and spicy. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. All right. So now that we have that tie broken, now I need everybody to chime in on here uh, between who's going to represent the bar drinks. Is it going to be the margarita or is it going to be the pale ale? Which one out of the beer section? So Noah, since you're the guest, um, which one would you go for to represent bar drinks? Margarita or in the pale ale is really just your best rendition in memory of any pale ale you've had. This is it. This is like your island question. I yep. mean, you're what is <laughs> island question? I, I think margarita. It's got to be margarita. Oh, okay. Yeah, margarita. Margarita over pale ale. All right, Hammerhead. What do you think? Yeah. Um. I, although uh, I'm, I, I was the one domestic beer guy down there. Yeah. Um, I, I believe Old I Milwaukee. am a beer guy at, at heart. I so. mean, I. Yeah, I, I love beer, but pale ale is. is uh, you know, I would go for. I'm. I'm not. I'm a. I'm a Hefeweizen guy. I'm a stout guy or a porter. A no pale ale. Ale. I mean, you know, they're good, but not my thing. Yeah. All right, Tim. So, where are you going? Where are you I'm landing? Going, I'm going pale ale. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. All right, Big D. All right, I'm still just surprised that you guys. Uh, did not pick Bloody Mary. It is just a wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. Will you let this thing die? Just let so it die. Many complexities to it with the spiciness, the pepper, the the complexities the are in the, the garnish. The, the, what? The Where's complexities the, are in the garnish. Margarita. I mean, it could be served with a pretzel. It could do anything. Pizza, a chihuahua. <laughs> but in this situation, mm -hmm. I am going to. I'm going to have to go with the. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the pale ale because I just was not a very big margarita kind of guy. I'm a, I'm a brew guy at art, and uh, I think I'm one of the ones that went with pale ale to begin with. So I got to stay true to my word. I'm a beer right. guy. So, so here we go. My last vote. All right. Since when we went through this originally, right, I was one of the pale ale guys because uh, old Hammerhead picked some like old Milwaukee or some shit or some ice Molson or some crap. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Z fucking Zima or some uh, crap. Right? It's like, oh no, I like Zima, man. What are you guys talking no, about? I don't know. <laughs> you know, but he picked that, so that's fine, right? But we did split up on, on the cocktails, right? And because the old fashioned, I cannot abide by a margarita. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are gonna freaking you know turn us off, throw it out of the car right now, whatever. I mean, I get it. Look, margarita is is got its spot. It's in when you're on vacation somewhere in the Bermudas or Bahamas or something like that. Right. But it's just not an everyday. And I'm not really a big beer guy, but I do like a nice, well done pale ale. So pale ale is going to represent bar drinks because, yeah. So now. Pale ale. So now we're going to zoom back across the board and we're going to start at the top here. Whoops. Here we go. So. All right. So you guys have to bear with me here for a little bit. So. In this section, we have the Italian sub sandwich going Ooh. up against Cobb salad, and we oh. need a winner. We need a winner here. So, um, Big D, let's have you go first this time. Okay. Well, um, I'm a fan of both of these. That's yeah. why they're here. But I think uh, when I put these two together, what would I rather yep. have and enjoy on a regular basis? Yep. And um, I think... When I when I look at these two things, the sub of what it has 
just has just way too much goodness in it and yep. filling. And when it's done right, it's fantastic. Yep. But the Cobb salad, such a variety of items in it, uh, with the egg, the diced ham, or however it's made in the fresh greens. Uh, and you know, the interesting thing about it is that I have had the cob as an entree and had a great experience with it. But day in mm-hmm. and day out, in the bracket, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with the Italian sub. All right, now we're cooking with fire. All right, hammerhead sub uh, or salad? So difficult. Cob um, salad, Italian sub. Yeah, they're mm. both so good. Uh, the cob salad's just so big and filling and. I like putting uh, my favorite dressing on it, uh, which is fresh green avocado and chicken and egg, and then oh, how big! Is oh, did you just say avocado? Would you throw in a, a Californian Italian on there? Yeah, he did. He just went all Cali on that on that Cobb salad. <laughs> you know, and then uh, an Italian sub with my favorite slices of meat on there. Fresh bread. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, boy, this is difficult. It's super difficult. Well, I'm going to make it real hard on you, Bo. I'm going Cobb salad. Cobb salad? Nice and I like it. It doesn't even have, I mean, it, there aren't yeah. even any cobs in the salad for one thing. All right. So I don't know who the fucking named this thing. What happened <laughs> to all that stuff you're saying about the pick the sandwich in the first place? I know. You wrap it up, take it with take you, it with you like go anywhere, all that. Just, <laughs> just freaking turn your the back. The hair, the turn your back. You can eat it at the beach. You can't have the cob salad at the beach. I mean, <laughs> so all, that, all that's gone? I guess so. I guess we're off the beach now. We're... Wow. Yeah. Hey, chef, we need yeah. to give him a minute. We need I know. To rethink it. You want to rethink this? Real with himself. I know, because yeah. look, you know. Wait, wait a minute. Dude, it's a beautiful French. It's a baguette, right? It's a it's a baguette. It's got a crusty exterior, soft inside. Nice oil. The the Italian oils in there, right? You got the shredded lettuce, the tomato, all the wonderful cured meats. You sold me. Jesus Lord. Good night. You know, I'm going to make it hard on you. No, 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 no. You know, you wanted to fight. You wanted to fight a seagull for this sandwich on the beach. You think we were going to let you get away with it? No, 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 no. Yeah, that's when you see the seagull land by your blanket. You come sprinting out of the right? water going, you're not going anywhere near that sandwich. Right, I mean. <laughs> man, if a seagull landed next to a cob salad, you'd just be like, good riddance. <laughs> I hope he takes the whole thing. You'd be like, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So, look, man, I love the Italian sub. Obviously, I just got hammerhead swayed over to it and stuff, so I'm not going to veer from that because when you talk about that crusty bread and you talk about all that cured meat with the salami, the pepperoni, the prosciutto, the pancetta, all that stuff, I mean, there is just nothing wrong with that, right, versus a Cobb salad, right? If I have a Cobb salad, I feel like I'm 75 years old and I ordered the Blue Plate special (laughs) and I'm trying to get all my nutrients in one meal, right? That's not going to be hard on my dentures. So, no, no thank you. We're going Italian sub here, right? So Noah, not I mean, we still want to hear your vote, yeah, but no, obviously yeah, Italian I, sub is no, going to win yeah, this category. No, you know, I mean, I do like a good cup salad, uh, and I like him. What Tim was saying, you know, like chicken, some bacon. You know, get that bacon in there, the blue mm-hmm. cheese. Yeah. You, know, you can make it. You can make it good, but um, 
And I, I do love salad, but no, at the end of the day, yeah, the Italian sub, because here's the thing, on a good Italian sub, you know, you're getting the meat, you're getting the cheese, you can put, you know, that dressing on there, you can put some lettuce on there if you wanted to, yeah. or tomato or whatever. Absolutely. And, and then you got your salad, and you got your salad in your sandwich. So oh, it's got to be right? the Italian sub. There we, yeah. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. I like Cobb in there. Take all the right? ingredients of the Cobb and slab it. Take everything salad. that's good about the Cobb salad and put it in the sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I forgot how to spell. I almost want to backtrack. And how did how did Cobb get so far? Who did it, what did it be? I don't, I don't remember. What did what did what, what did Cobb salad be? Cobb salad beat fun. How did it beat fun? How did it beat fun? Oh oh, look at no one got fired. No fired up. Like fire, wait wait okay. Well hold on. That's it. That's it. We got wait, we we got more to do here. We got more to do here. Not all right. All right. All right. Well, Bo, the Cobb got there with you with bacon though, right? It did. Didn't that, didn't that swing it? Yeah, oh, okay. it did. It did. And now and now that's a great segue. Thank you very much. Because in our next category, right, pork versus chicken, we have bacon representing the pork or the beef and pork category. Right. It won out through beef and pork. And then we have airline chicken breast representing the seafood and chicken category. So, uh, Noah, since you didn't have really that much sway in the last one, which one would you like to go for here? Bacon or airline chicken breast? Is it, is it even a question? It's got to be bacon. Thank you so it's much. It's got to be bacon. Thank you. You know, I mean. Would you like to sing the attributes? Just, just, yeah. yeah. Just go on. Go on. Just, just go on. Yeah. Talk lovely about I mean, bacon. I love to hear this. That greasy, just flavors, that aroma. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't beat it. Mm -hmm. You can't beat it. Right. Okay. Hammerhead, bacon, uh, I mean, airline chicken breast. Like, like I said, I think what it's going to boil down to is bacon and something else i mean i just i just don't see anything that's really gonna top that I, I love a good airline breast skin on with that little drum head on mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. something real special about that but yeah you can't wrap a you can't you know uh wrap a filet mignon with a piece of chicken i'd like to see somebody try but yeah you can't really do that i was gonna say that that, that might be kind of interesting <laughs> yeah, be a, tin, a little tender wrapped around a, a six right. ounce petite i don't know it doesn't work for me <laughs> yeah all right so we got another one for bacon big d where are you at on this I, you know what? i want to go last because i you want to go hear last the, between the two of you who picked chicken airline breast yeah, to yeah. make it this far yeah give me a better argument going up against bacon <laughs> At least then what? Fight, would you? Okay. Oh, no. What? You want me to give airline chicken breast a, a life of breath here? Yes. Yeah, Why? Let it get out of the first round. I, it I is out of the first round. It, what are you talking about? It made it to so like the third even, round. Like contest when it comes to bacon. No, you know? that's that's airline chicken breast fault. Look, the airline chicken breast <laughs> is a beautiful cut of chicken, right? It's probably one of the nicer cuts of chicken. If you're gonna do something high end with chicken you got to go airline chicken breast right it looks beautiful on the plate it presents nicely you can always charge more for it because it looks really cool right but when you're talking about bacon right you're talking about one of the magical meats on the planet right that immediately makes everything better you put bacon in mac and cheese better right you wrap bacon around steak better you take bacon and wrap it around an airline chicken breast better right it's just better because of the bacon, Pasta. anything you can candy the that bacon. That's clearly a mismatch. It, it, look, I'm Bloody Mary. Yeah, you like <laughs> yeah, bacon in your Bloody Mary. Okay. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Obviously, we know where my vote vote's going, right? But there, look, you obviously would garnish bacon on your Bloody Mary. But would you garnish your Bloody Mary with an airline chicken breast? 
I think that was oh, the, right there. No. If I put it to chicken breast, just skewer that bad boy, yeah, sell it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like forty dollar bloody berry. Yeah, you know the answer is no. You know the answer is no. Wrapped in bacon. That's the only way it would work. Wrapped in bacon. Right, yeah. it's just. It's, I, I'm gonna have to go with bacon. I'm a big fan of that. I obviously was uh, not a fan of the airline chicken breast getting this far, so bacon is an easy one. I just chocolate, had someone put up a fight for that. Well, I, I give reason, and look, what it was up against is is one thing. But when yeah, you don't have when you don't have a bacon type item in this category, that's not my fault, right? Look, you got wing, drumstick, thigh breast. You know, I mean, obviously, airline chicken airline breast wins that ahi, out. Though. Yeah, and it beat ahi. Over ahi. Yeah, it beat ahi yeah, like, two to one. Yeah, yeah. See, you know, what? you see what I'm saying? See, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, see, here's the thing. Ahi still, ahi still would have lost the bacon. Oh yeah. It still would have lost the bacon. Yeah. That would have been a fairer fight. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, look, we got a lightweight <laughs> going up against a heavyweight <laughs> in airline chicken breast yeah. versus bacon. That's definitely light. You know, now. Now we could really go at it right yeah, here on this side. Chicken breast is, you know, a little old now. So you know, you got you got a true young bacon, and you've got you know, your grandpa of airline chicken breast. Okay, so, place, so so we can jump to this side. Oh no! See, we already got wings. Okay, so oh, see, look, oh, 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 we're getting down to it. We can, we can, we can make some headway right here. Okay, so let's do this one. High, representing the calorie buster category, versus yeah. wings. I lost two guys. What happened here? Ooh. So Noah, you're gonna go first. Wings, any okay. type of wing, All any right. type of wing with any sauce, whatever you remember being the best. Okay. And any yeah. type of pie, whatever your mm. recollection is on having uh. the best pie. So pie versus wings. See, and so wait, so so will it eventually have to be a specific kind of pie? Or no, like any kind of just pie. any kind of pie, whatever pie it doesn't. It's mm. never been a specific type of pie. We've all had recollections of great pie and that because that, everybody loves pie. And that that's why it's here. Yeah. You know, so and again, with the wings curious to see what kind of pie that you really enjoy. That'd be well, I mean, maybe maybe depending on see who goes yeah. further here, we might we might narrow it down. Uh, yeah. That's tough. I'm gonna go with pie. I'm gonna go with pie. You're gonna go with pie. Okay. You know, I'm gonna go with pie because not only is there a, a specific pie that I can, you know, that I really like, mm -hmm. but pie also has that flexibility of being more than just sweet. It can be true. savory. It can be and, savory. You know? That's very true. And you wouldn't really yeah. want sweet chicken wings. That would be weird. You know. Um, well, I did have a sweet basil dipping sauce. For at one of the places I worked to have with our buffalo wings, and that was one of the best dipping sauces I've ever had. I can see that as a dipping sauce for sure because it would counteract the heat and the spice from the buffalo sauce. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, all right, big yeah, D. So what do you guys think? Sweet can work with a chicken wing or can for for dipping, not coating, yeah. but for a dip. Yeah, for a yeah. dip. That, that's yeah. where we're getting at. So, Darren, what do you think? Wings or pie? Uh, I you know these are huge for me uh -huh. i enjoy them both immensely uh -huh. but i have to give in to my sweet tooth oh, even pie. though you had a sweet dipping sauce on what you guys yeah. just mentioned and but the versatility of the berries in a pie the apple mm -hmm. pie the variances on dough and um how the crunchiness the crumbled sugar on it or mm -hmm. just other i mean it's just so much I love where you're going in my uh, life where i've enjoyed pie on many different levels more than a wing yeah okay so all right. i am going with pie. pie all right 
Hammerhead, even though you're on the road, where are you at? Wings or pie? This is this is almost impossible. I mean, <laughs> it's almost impossible. The two two things I think I love more than anything. Wings and pie. Everybody loves pie. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know how I'm going to choose this. Uh, boysenberry pie is the greatest thing in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know a mode or not. I mean, warm, cold, in the morning, at night, for breakfast. Yes, for breakfast. Poisonberry pie is the greatest thing in the world. The thing is, is I don't have a huge sweet tooth. Oh. I can go a long time without having sweets. Uh -oh. Chicken wings. I mean, there was a time in my life I could probably eat 50 chicken wings in a sitting. I like them spicy. I like them crispy. I like them with sauce, without sauce, sweet. Man, you got to make a choice, man. Well... I don't know. I think it's going to come down to what I think it's coming down to. I think it's going bacon and chicken wings. I'm going chicken wings. Going with chicken so wings. on huh? the island, you're by yourself. You're going with wings over pie. Yeah. Oh, uh, look, man. Sure? The, yeah, I got. No, I got. A, he's going to Look, we we got him. We got him back onto wings after he realized a faux pas earlier in the round. So, yes. so yes. I'm glad he stuck to his guns. And look, we do. We have pie. I love pie. I love wings, no wow. doubt about it, right? I mean, so many variations of pie, like Daryl Big D was talking about. It's just so delicious, so perfect. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, after dinner, dessert, double serving, whatever you want to talk about. Chicken wings are delicious, whether they're naked, coated in sauce, different types of sauce. I love that it's become a phenomenon all over again. But we're, but we're going to go for upset number one in this category, and we're going pie, baby. Because you gotta have pie. Because everybody loves pie. So pie is representing in this section. So now. Oh, okay. Here we go. This this uh this ought to be easy. I don't even know. Okay, so representing the vegan and vegetarians and the vegan heads, we have romaine lettuce because of its versatility that we all talked about. And then in bar drinks, we have pale ale that we just uh had the Noah do the tiebreaker on today. So, Noah, since you did the tiebreaker, I'm going to give this one to you. Romaine lettuce or pale ale? It's got to be the beer. All right. <laughs> got to be the beer. Gotta I mean, be come on. Beer, right? Yeah. All right. Big D, romaine. Uh, it's got, it, it, just like Noah said perfectly, it's got to be the beer. It's got, okay, you're the one that made this huge argument for romaine lettuce and how you loved it and yes, everything. But you I, wanna, I did. You did. I did. Uh, but I am a beer guy, like I okay. stated. 10 minutes ago. Yep, yep. So more it is. All right. Hammerhead, romaine. Beer. Okay. No, well, I didn't I, even finish I, the sense. All I'm right. I'm not a I'm not a huge beer drinker, but I'll tell you I take beer over romaine. And we're gonna call that one a clean sleep, sweet, sleep, sweep, sleep, sweep. Because sweep, sweep. yeah, I've already had some pale ale, as you all can tell. Um yeah, so pale <laughs> ale is gonna represent yeah, this category here. Yeah, right. Um, because yeah, romaine's nice. It's versatile. It's very cool. It's all that. But does it beat pale ale? I don't think so. I think that was even worse yeah. of a mismatch than the uh, than bacon. Yeah, bacon versus bacon <laughs> versus <laughs> air. Because you didn't even pipe up and like somebody make an argument for romaine. Yeah, it's yeah, like I don't know how you can't make an argument. Wow, wow. It's yeah, a pale yeah. ale. All right, so now we got about eight minutes. 
Do we want to get down Ooh. to the semifinals? We can go Italian sub versus bacon. Ooh. Hammerhead, Italian sub versus bacon. What do you got? Ooh. Well, I can put bacon or Italian bacon on my sub. True. Um, wow. <laughs> Are you going to take the whole eight minutes? You're going to take uh, all of it? I guess, uh, I guess since, uh, <laughs> since my uh, chicken wing uh, is now gone, uh -huh. uh, I'm, I'm going Italian sub. Screw bacon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because uh, chicken wings flew the coop. Now he's just screw bacon. <laughs> screw bacon. Now he's just not thinking straight. Yeah, now, now I think his blood sugar spiked. I don't know what happened right there. All right, Big D, Italian sub versus well, bacon. You know, uh, the bacon is, is very versatile. It really is. Mm -hmm. But I, um, I do not – if I was to take these one-on-one, -on -one, maybe this is a bad thought. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting eat, eating each one right. on a daily basis. Uh, mm -hmm. What I would enjoy the experience more. Flavors there on both things. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think over a course of time, them being such a high level sense of enjoyment, that right. I think I would prefer to eat the Italian sub. Oh my god! Okay, so everybody out there, um, you can email or call Darren. Um, and I want the, the pork commodities commission or as the bacon mafia, as we call them. Um, yeah, you guys can find them here. Feel free to call right. fire table at gmail.com. There you go. Noah, what do you got, man? Bacon or Italian sub? You know, Bo, I, I, I gotta go for, for the upset here because, oh. because I think Tim and Darren are on to something because here's the thing. You have an Italian sub, you're on an island by yourself, right? Right. And that's what you have to eat. Okay? Uh -huh. That's what you have to eat. You've got the bacon in there. You don't have to eat the whole sandwich every time. You can eat what you want out of that. Uh -huh. Okay, okay. Ooh. I see where you're going with this. I like where your head's at. Still yeah. on the island question. So you're going to go Italian sub, huh? It became very flexible. I know. Yeah. And, oh, and, my God. And you know what? I... I I don't disagree with what anybody's saying, but I am staying true to my roots and I'm picking bacon, even though it has no bearing on this whatsoever. And I am appalled. I, I cannot believe that bacon did not sweep. For, if you didn't vote for bacon, I would, I would have been shocked. Right? No, I would yeah, bacon. You would have lost all respect. I know. I, I have to stay yeah, true. Exactly. I, it, yeah. But I, I under, yeah. but I do respect where everybody's coming from, from the Italian sub. Okay, you can have bacon in there, which is great, makes it an ingredient, but really it's got to be the, 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 the showstopper for me. Anyway, okay, I'm not going to cry over this. All right, we have pie versus pale ale. And how much time we got left? We, we, got, time. This one pretty quick. we got time. We got time. We got time. All right, go. It's pie? All right. I'm on my pie. Noah. Pie or pale ale? I'm going pale ale. Oh, pale ale. Okay. Yeah, okay. pale ale. All right. Hammerhead, pie, pale Very ale. pie all day long. Going pie, huh? So that's two for pie. And oh, one for pale ale. Tie this up or, or yeah. close it out. Well, see, here's the beauty of me being me, right, is I love pie. I love any kind of pie. Like all kinds of pie. <laughs> right? There we it, go. It's so versatile. It's so good. And you got pale ale, which is really nice. But here's the thing. Like, Unlike everybody else on this, I'm not a beer guy. I'm yeah. a bourbon guy. 
And guess what you can put in pie, especially pecan pie. You can put bourbon in pecan pie, baby, right? So pie wins out, right? So now we have in our championship bracket, which nobody saw coming. These are upsets all over the place, right? But this is why you got to do the brackets, people. We have Italian sub versus pie. Right. And we got next week is crazy. Yeah. I think we're all going to need to sleep on this and really think about maybe come (laughs) back with a favorite pie. Right. And see how that maybe breaks down subcategory Italian sub. What are the ingredients in the Italian sub? What does that really look like? Is it toasted, not toasted? Is it cold, not cold? Which one would you fight a seagull for? I think that's a bigger question, you know. But, yeah, I think now we're down to the championship round here of uh, Italian sub versus pie and wings and bacon. I love you both, and I hate to see you go. And that's where we're at in the bracket, Big D, right there. Wow. That was a surprise. Uh, we've, we've talked about it, and we even <laughs> we even said, who do you think is going to be in the yep. final? We wanted to stop ourselves going, wait a minute, if we do that, we're basically saying what the final is going to be. And, and we and, did it anyway. And we and did. Now it's showing up as no, is not being what we thought it would be. No, and I think Noah here. I think Noah maybe brought some uh, outside reasoning in to maybe uh, put different perspectives on stuff. But I, that's why you got to do it, man. That's why you got to go through the chart because <laughs> one of those two is going to be the food champion. They're going to hold the belt. They're going to have the strap, right? Somebody's going to have to go get them. I don't know who it's going to be. I really don't. Yeah. So stay tuned for next week. Enjoy the podcast. Noah, thank you very much for joining us this week. And we appreciate it. You're welcome anytime. I uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did having you. Um, Yeah. Jeff Bo, any parting words, Noah? Because I got these guys with me next week, too. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's fun to, to, uh, you know, talk food and have a little fun with you guys. So, yeah, thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah. Invite me back. I'll come back on another time. You got it. We'll we'll hold that to you. We'll keep it up. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, uh, for joining Fire Table. I am your host, Darren Redwine, with my two buddies here. We will catch you next week. Have a great week, everyone. See ya. Pick up your food, you slacker.